Well, with high gas prices, public transit's always an option if you feel safe taking it. Uh, and no, it doesn't matter where you live in the country these days, gas prices seem to be hitting record highs. A little bit of a dip today in some places. Gas Wizard shows about 205 in Montreal, 196.9 in Toronto, the buck 64 in Calgary, 219 in Vancouver, 218 here in Victoria. Uh, but it's been a shock. Here's what some uh, motorists in Toronto had to say recently. I haven't filled up at two dollars yet but i'm assuming it's probably gonna run me <clears throat> probably about 175 dollars i'm spending crazy amounts of food every week for three kids and you know for a family of five and a dog uh desperately like like i said my paycheck's not going up and something really needs to give here because i don't know how we can continue Motorists in Toronto speaking to Global News about gas prices there the other day. And it could get worse before it gets better with demand rising as we head into a holiday weekend later this month and into the summer. So what's causing it? What impact could it have on the broader economy? Joining me now is Tu Nguyen. She's an economist and ESG director at consulting firm RSM Canada. Thank you for your time tonight. Thank you, Ben, for having me. This is the obvious question. We see gas prices going up very quickly in many parts of the country, including here in Victoria, where I am. Um, it seems like a bit of a perfect storm. What's behind the sudden jump? Now, so gas prices are as high as they are right now. Is a, That's a result of supply and demand. Now, over the weekend, we have gas prices surpassing $2 a litre across the country. And in Victoria, I believe that it was as high as $2.20 a litre. And... Um, I think we, if we take a step back, we can see that gas prices were creeping up even throughout last year as the economy reopened and people started traveling again. So this is not really a new thing. But uh, when Russia invaded Ukraine on February 25th, we saw a very big jump in gas prices. And the war has meant severe, rest severely restricted global oil supply. And obviously, when we have demand being high and supply being restricted, we see gas prices going up. The jump, uh, though, does seem like it's happened. It seems like there's been a big jump of late. And I gather part of that is that uh, people are traveling again. We're heading into the summer and, uh, and, and demand is, is going up as well, along with all these other uh, factors involved. Yes, you're right. So the other side of the equation is, of course, demand. And demand was already going up throughout summer 2021. But for Canada especially, a lot of people, a lot of Canadians haven't really traveled outside of their hometown since the pandemic started. And this summer will be the first big summer where we all start traveling again. And of course, with reduced supply and demand as high as it is right now, as well as into the summer, we can expect gas prices to keep going up over the next few weeks. I was reading around beforehand, and I know that, of course, the same, it's the same story in the United States. New York is, is seeing record high gas prices. California is seeing record high gas prices. Uh, I mean, the average in the U.S. is about $1.47 a liter, I believe, which isn't as high as ours. But uh, this is not a Canadian-only problem. For sure. So gas prices are high globally, even though, so one thing I think we should mention is that Canada does not buy oil or gas from Russia. We produce more than enough to supply for the whole country as well as to export abroad. But oil prices are um, something that is uh, global. So Canada cannot just set 
our own gas prices. And when gas prices goes up in Europe and in the US, we also are seeing the same thing. Now in Canada, our prices are a little bit higher than in the US for a couple other reasons, right? So we have the uh, federal as well as provincial carbon taxes, which the US for the most part doesn't have. And that contributes to the difference between prices as well. With that said, we saw Alberta cut gas taxes for its uh, consumers. Their gas prices have remained lower. Uh, Do you think that's a good idea? No, I think in the short run, reducing gas tax could uh, give some relief to consumers, especially those who are on the lower income spectrum. Now, in the long run, though, it doesn't really help because what it does is when gas prices are artificially kept low, it encourages people to drive more and that further constrains the supply. Uh, instead, what, we, what needs to happen is people driving less, uh, commercial flights happening less often because when demand is lower, then we can begin to see prices creeping down again. Yeah, I liked one quote that you had that the only thing that solves high prices is high prices. What do you mean by that? No, so um, I think high prices, as we're seeing right now, not just in gas, but also in food and everything else, are caused by excess demand as well as restricted supply. So the cure for that is higher prices. And here's why. When prices are high, consumers can't afford as much of gas or food or whatever that is. That means that they have to start buying less. And when demand goes down, that sort of puts some relief on the supply chain and that leads prices eventually to go down. So I don't imagine there is much that individual governments can do aside from maybe trying to cut gas taxes, and you pointed out that delivers some short-term relief, but maybe not long-term relief. I gather there's not much policymakers can do to help here, or what can they do? Um, you know, in the short run, it's really, it's really difficult for, for either the governments or individuals to, to do anything, because, you know, if people have to drive somewhere, whether to work or to get your children to school, then you have to drive. There's not a lot of options, right? Most of Canadians don't have access to reliable, affordable public transit yet. Um, I think in the longer run, investing more in public transit could really help a lot of Canadians. So, for example, in Toronto, when gas prices was very low in 2020, people started driving a lot more often, also because, um, because of COVID. So that was for safety reasons as well. Now, gas prices are higher. We are seeing a lot more people using transit now than before. But that's only the case in Toronto. In most parts of Canada, no matter how high gas prices are, people don't really have that option to to use transit. So I think that's one thing that, if possible, uh, governments can invest in in the future because we... You know, gas prices are very volatile, so it's, this is not the only time that we're going to see large fluctuations. And, and as you mentioned earlier, this will be felt right across the economy, right? When it comes to transportation costs for food, when it comes to airfares, when it comes to all kinds of things um, that Canadians may be looking at spending their money on this summer. How broad will the impact be, do you think? We are going to see high gas prices affecting all parts of the economy. And that is because 
in almost every sector, we are still relying on transportation, and transportation in most cases means using gasoline. Now, when gas prices are high, transportation costs go up, and cost of food, cost of any consumer goods that have to be shipped from the manufacturing to manufacturer to consumer will go up as well, and businesses will pass on these costs to consumers, driving up prices of all kinds of goods, and thus we're going to see inflation creeping up even higher. Junyuan, thank you so much for your time today and your insight. I appreciate it. Thank you.